professional wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 60. I can't believe we're here, guys. 60 episodes. That's crazy. Our goal in the beginning was to get to seven, and here we are at 60. But uh, I am your host, the grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the Architect of Pro Wrestling Podcast, Funko Pop Collector, uh, good week to be a Steelers fan, Andy. I'm also your host, the No Sound Wrestling Indie Fan and Football Lover, Jeremy. All right, guys. Well, in this episode, we will be discussing the MJF promo, another good one, War Games. Full Gear predictions and more. Andy's going to come over to my house coming up this weekend, and we're going to watch Full Gear. I'm excited. Uh, before we get started, please head on over to YouTube. Like always, search the PW Fan where you can find all of our videos, all of our episodes. Help us to get to 100 subscribers so we can make an official URL. I think I misspoke last time and said that we were able to get one. Apparently, that did not work. I think that's going to be for something that they're launching later and... It's not It's not what I thought it was. So we need help getting to that 100 subscribers to make a real URL. Uh, don't forget, we got the merch on ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW fan. Three shirt designs, your one and two pocket logo tees, and our classic uh, basic logo tee with our faces right on the front. Uh, that is uh, my daughter's favorite shirt because she likes to see Dad and Uncle Andy on the front. And turns out, you know what? People really like that one. I didn't think that one was going to hit, but people like the basic one of the people of our faces on the front. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, all other social media, look up at the PW Fan, where we kindly ask you to like, subscribe, leave a review, all the things that help us out in the algorithm. All right, Andy, over to you. Let's get started, man. Episode 60, let's go. Episode 60. All right. Uh, starting off with Raw, we had a Seth Rollins segment that uh, kind of got carried away, and he ended up not even being the big part of it. <laughs> it started off with him. Uh, Judgment Day comes out, and Finn uh, confronts Seth. Um, Finn brings up how Seth you know, injured him during their SummerSlam match all those years ago and cost him the championship run that he uh, he deserved. Um this get then gets interrupted by the OC who uh, comes out and basically said that they have solved their Rhea Ripley problem because uh, she keeps getting involved in their matches and costing them the match. Uh, out comes from the the stands um, a figure in a black hoodie who shoves Rhea into the post and it ends up being uh, Mia Yim. So Mia Yim has now come back to WWE. And uh, it looks like she's aligning herself with the is, OC. Is Mia Yim Keith Lee's wife in, in real life? Yes. In Shoot Life? Yes. Shoot Life, brother? In Shoot Life. Okay. Yes. Uh, after that, we had uh, what looks like Nikki Cross is aligning herself with Damage Control. Um, Bianca Belair, Asuka, Alexa Beth, uh, Alexa Blith. Alexa Bliss. Alexa, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> I'm Mike Tyson. I'm like Tyson now. Um, uh, See that they attack. <laughs> they attack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just give me a kiss. <laughs> um, they, they attack. Now kiss. Uh, they attack uh, and challenge 
uh, Damage Control and Nikki Cross to War Games. Now, right now, this would be a four on three. They said do they challenge uh, them to War Games, or do they challenge them to War Games? The latter. Um, but right now, it's three on four. They had announced before that it's going to these War Games matches are going to be five on five. Um, so I don't know on the heel side who would join Damage Control and Nikki Cross. I'm sure on the babyface side we'd get uh, at least Candice LeRae. Uh, other than that, I don't know. You guys got any thoughts? Because it'd be Raw only. So if you can think of like yeah. Raw women's Raw. Yeah, I was trying to think of who else they have, but I couldn't really think of other than like Candice LeRae. But yeah, like you said, it should be on the face side. So uh, maybe it's a surprise. Be, well, uh, I guess they could have Ripley to one and then Mia Yim to the other, but I don't know how those stories tie in. Yeah, because unless they're part of like the actual match for Judgment Day and the mm-hmm. OC. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it looks like we got our first setup for Survivor Series War Games, which uh, after watching Raw tonight, they're saying it's only two weeks away, which uh, they better start making some matches <laughs> that quickly. Um, after that, we had a Miz and Johnny Gargano segment where the Miz, uh, tried to say that everything Johnny Gargano said about, uh, paying Dexter Loomis was, uh, uh, false. Uh, Johnny Gargano comes out and says that he had a hidden camera when the Miz met with, uh, someone in Hollywood, a reporter, and it was filmed and Miz basically told the truth. To her and this hidden camera and microphone. So, Johnny Gargano. Dude, what is this story? I don't like? know. I don't know where it's going. It's terrible. <laughs> but it ended up leading to a match between the two. But I don't know. I don't know if it's now a feud between Miz and Johnny or if it's where Dexter now falls into. The, I don't know. I don't know. Poor Johnny. <laughs> That's I all know. I have to say. Um, we had Dana Brooke versus Nikki Cross for the 24-7 title winner and new 24-7 champion was Nikki Cross, who was then shown backstage tossing it in the garbage can. I read online that, or I read off Ringside News shortly afterwards, that they are getting rid of the 24-7 title. Thank God. Done. If you like that, I'm sorry for you, but, um, I think... Who like that? I think everyone in this podcast, we all... Can agree the twenty four seven title sucks. Yeah, it was fun for a minute. How's it, Tim? Are you gonna miss it? Mm, not at all. I thought it was honestly one of the worst things to happen to the show. It was botched from the introduction when Mick Foley had the bag falling off of the title, and you could all see yeah, it. Yeah, it was exposed. Unveiled the thing. Yeah. It's been snake bit from the beginning. I get that people thought it was funny for a while, and it had like the comedy value. I just. Honestly, I, I just didn't like it. And I hated some of the people that got involved in it. At one point, Jeff Hardy was doing stuff with it. It's just like, oh, terrible. If you go back, too, I'm just being honest. And I'm watching, I've been on a kick, and we'll talk about this at the classic show of the week. I'm, right now, I'm actually not watching Raw Live. I'm watching, uh, I've been watching every Royal Rumble of all time in order. And uh, so that's what I have on <laughs> in the background. And uh, from the start of the the whole pay-per-view, not just the Rumbles themselves. But, uh, yeah, like, 
if you go back in time and watch some of the old stuff, like as far as like the hardcore title, you know, when they would, it was the same thing as the 24 7 championship. You could pin anywhere, anytime. But it was, that was stupid too. It's not good. Like if you go back and watch it, it doesn't hold up. It's bad. I think, I think at the time, bringing the hardcore element was like fresh and new. But I think it, it also lost its, uh, like excitement eventually like first month probably cool and then it was like all right now when i you know, it just cha- it would change hands like 10 times in a night it was like oh god come on <laughs> and, and i'm not discrediting the people that took the the headshots from these things because i'm sure in the long run it didn't do any favors for them but when you go back and like look at like the those big silver trash cans that they used to use and like the trash can lids and like Stuff is so stupid. Like, it doesn't even look like it does anything. And you know what? If it does, I'm sorry. You know, I don't mean to be, like, you know, disrespectful. But, like, it just looks so, like, goofy. But if you go back, it's like, what are these trash cans? They're, like... It looked like it was just crumpled aluminum foil. Yeah. Like, the thinnest metal. Like, some of that stuff is just, like, I'm glad they don't do it anymore, is what I'm getting at. Long story short. Anyway, I know that was a tangent from the well, 24-7 like- title, but it literally is the same thing that was, you could pin anytime, anywhere. Well, I'd like to hear your opinion on this final part of Raw because I know you listen to Corny, and Corny loves theory. So Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley for the U.S. title. In the middle of the match, Austin Theory comes out to cash in the money in the bank and fails his cash-in. If this doesn't tell you that the Vince regime is done, I don't know what does. But uh, um, I, yeah, I, you know, clearly, Thoughts. clearly, whoever I I think uh, I I think that Triple H is that's not the direction that he wants to go with guys like Austin Theory and you know if if that means like you know if someone's listening and saying what guys who can work and look good and sell, but. I think that he has other people that, you know, whether it's fair or not, he has other people in mind that he would rather do stuff with first. And, no, I, you know, it sucks for We can have Austin Theory cash out Roman Reigns and win? No. No, exactly. <laughs> but here's the thing. The other thing about Theory is it's not – it sucks because it's like he was Vince's guy and he was getting a big push. But, like – that doesn't obligate you know Triple H to be like you have to be my guy too you know it's just it's not fair it just is what it is but you know I do feel yes, that that's the balance of like whenever someone else takes over yeah. you know like Triple H has his guys same I mean, as NAW Tony Khan has his guys and everyone else that's not just wrestling you know that's sometimes a guy will tell you that you're going to get a promotion and then that guy leaves and you get a new boss and you're like, hey, am I still going to get that promotion? And he's like, probably not. And it's like, that's just how the world works sometimes. It's not fair. It just Well, Theory wasn't was NXT and he might be Triple H's boy, but he's not like, he's probably just like, I don't think you're that guy yet. Right. Kind of thing. Who knows? We're not Triple H. I thought he should have cashed. He, he teased the other week of cashing it in at NXT. He had come, he had come out. That would have been good. Yeah, I think he should have. Well, at least that. he could have won that. Yeah. Maybe. 
You got Braun Breaker. Um, but that wraps up Raw for this week. Uh, let's get into Dynamite, starting with this fantastic MJF Barstool Sports radio promo he did. Dude can't cut a bad promo. I can't. I can't tell you the last time he ever did, if ever. Yeah, that was awesome. Anyone want to take over of what he talked about? Basically, I know it was like a lot, but I don't know. The bit that I remember is like basically him saying it's his time now, and he's not going to be overshadowed. And he kind of mentioned Cody because he's like the neck tattoo, and he even mentioned Punk about he's like the what do you call it the. Uh, media scrum i think he referenced oh well okay yes so let me try to remember he started off by mentioning some of the greatest champions that changed the way the business was going moving forward such as cena he mentioned um was one of that i mean he mentioned a bunch of wwe guys let's just say that right there um and then the part you were talking about is he was talking about certain moments in AEW history that the focus should have been on him, but instead it was on other things, such as uh, Blood and Guts, Steel Cage, when they were just really talking. Even though he won, they were talking about Jericho's you know, fall through the mat. The crash pad. The, the crash pad. Uh, yeah. He mentioned his, his return to the company at All Out, but instead everyone was talking about the press conference afterwards. Um trying to think there was like at least one more the first the first one he said he was overshadowed by a neck tattoo which is cody his match against cody rhodes yeah and he was overshadowed yeah. by cody's neck tattoo the roller coaster yeah um, <laughs> it was a really good promo man they've done they've done a really good job at getting me excited for a match against john moxley whether you like yeah. moxley or not i don't know but i'm a big mjf fan i think we all are and I'm looking forward to the main event at All Out this year. Or not All Out, Full Gear. Yeah. yeah, I mean, And then also, like, the way they, they shot this. Like, the way they shot this looked the down, like very it, high quality and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm what were you going to say, Tim? Well. Oh, no, I said I'm excited for it as well. It'll be fun to watch it with you. Um, so Dynamite now has a world title... Title Eliminator Tournament they just started. And I believe it started this week. It looks like we got our first match, which was Eddie Kingston versus Ethan Page. Uh, and winner of this match was Ethan Page. Um, so There's no brackets or anything for this, so it's kind of just like... Yeah, so that's, that's why like, I kind of paused. I was trying to think of like who else was in the tournament and all, but it just seems like they're going by the... You know, just winging it is what it seems like. I know it's not what they're doing, yeah. but but it's weird because it's eliminator. So I guess like you just keep going if you win. But mm-hmm. then it's like one of those things. Like, well, then last match the guy could just win and then be at the next one line. I, I don't know. Yeah, I and I, the winner is gonna have a match at what winter is coming. It's not gonna be at a paper. Probably it's the next one. Um, yeah. We had Wardlow. Uh, he had a match against uh, Lee Johnson, I believe, and he yeah, ended up winning. Like yeah, he ended up winning the match. Afterwards, Hobbs comes out and he's walking down the ramp, and all of a sudden, Samoa Joe attacks from behind, and there is no more War Joe anymore. Uh, which 
I was like, oh shit. I mean, I thought this would eventually happen. I didn't think it was going to be yeah. like a betrayal. I thought like they would just split them up eventually. But Joe, Hobbs, and uh, Wardlow in a match together, if that's the direction they're going, I, I, can, get, I can get down with that. <laughs> uh, and there are three big guys that don't act like, you know, big guys. Yeah, they can move too. Um, speaking of big guys, I think it was on the show. I didn't write down in my notes. Jeff Jarrett cut a promo. Oh. Talking about Sodom Singh and then basically trashing WWE. First off, enough with bringing up the other company on your live broadcast. Yeah, okay. the way Jeff Jarrett did it, I'm like, this is how they did it like the first month there on TV for yeah. AEW. And I'm like, everyone's kind of over it now. So he said Sodom Singh's a real monster, not some uh, guy in uh, red skinny jeans talking about Braun yeah. Strowman. And then he said, from that banana nose company. <laughs> over there uh talking about triple h i guess he's mad that once triple h took over triple h got rid of jeff jared and brought his guys on uh so yeah i guess he's not too happy wasn't too happy about that it just makes you look bad it makes you seem like a bitter company if you're bringing that up on yeah yeah but TV. then also the way like that promo ended where he's like the um staff guy like production guy was like you know saying like wrap it up oh, he's like don't count me jeff jared yeah, he's like, don't wind me up. I'm like, what? what is happening right now? And then the guy ran away, and Jeff Jarrett, like, chases him down the ramp. I was like, yeah, he doesn't get him. I was like, all right. I hate that. I don't like that. What are you going to say, some, Tim? That's some yeah. WCW 2000 stuff right there. That sucks. Well, guess who was yeah. at in WCW 2000? <laughs> yeah, Jeff Jarrett. Some of it. Um, AEW sometimes, besides MJF. There's barely any FTR. There's no CM Punk. I'm just like, what are what are we doing here? But you know, at least at least we got MJF. Well, there was a good thing besides the MJF promo on the show, and that was the Soraya and Britt Baker face to face. I thought was very good. Um, if you weren't excited for their match before. Uh, this should have done it. Uh, Soraya announced to the crowd that she is 100% cleared. Um, she had a back and forth with Britt Baker, uh, basically saying that Britt Baker hasn't done anything, which is also bad to say because you're basically saying that your company isn't shit that you're in right now. <laughs> uh, she said that she went that she's wrestled in the Tokyo Dome. Soraya's never wrestled in the Tokyo Dome. I tried to... Google online. You can't find anything. I don't think she is. She's never wrestled in the Tokyo Dome, as far as I can tell. She's find. from England. Yeah. Like, she came from England to Dodi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was the best promo she's cut since she's been here. Um, it, it was very passionate with a lot of realism in it. Brick Breaker was good as well. Um, I mean, she tried to talk shit, but then Soraya. Her comeback is what kind of sold everything. And then, um, I was about to say Paige. Saray ended up giving Britt Baker her finisher. Which, is it the same one from WWE? I thought it was different. Like I couldn't remember what, what her finisher was exactly, but remember. this one looked different. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. It, it made me, you know, I, I was hoping that they were going to have a match and they made this official at full gear. Yeah. Um, so now I'm excited for it. Any thoughts on it, guys? Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping it's a good one. I mean, 
hopefully she gets rid of that ring rust before she's back on full gear. So, I mean, Britt Baker can make a lot of people look good, too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's going to be really good. How about you, Todd? Uh, yeah, I think the, the dream, well, the dream scenario, but I think the best scenario was that, you know, she comes in, she does a great job. That's what I'm hoping. Hoping that it's one of those things that, you know, her first match back, she looks good and it's, it's what everybody is expecting in their head. So I wish her luck. Yeah, I think she has a rule I read online that no, like, doing stuff from behind to her that you can't control. Like a drop. I mean, that makes sense. Like drop kick kick think, she said she's not, like, comfortable with that stuff. I think after um, after Stone Cold got hurt by Owen Hart, he had a, the same rule, basically. He he wouldn't like don't put me to me upside down on my head. Yeah, no one's. I I don't think anybody was allowed to put him upside down except for Undertaker. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, they both almost broke their necks, so or did. Yeah. Um, we then had a promo from John Moxley in the ring, who uh, it was basically in response to MJF's promo earlier. One of the big things he talked about was. Moxley said he's seen the devil, and he said, kid, you are not it. Um, and uh, was it MGF that said that the way they got there was similar, as in him and Mox? They were comparing each other, and they said they were similar in some way, yeah. but um, I couldn't remember if it was MGF that was said it about Moxley or if Moxley said it about MGF, but... Either way. Yeah, I think it was MJF, yeah. Either but way. Then Moxley uh, was basically like, you're not going to do anything. Yeah. So, nice little promo to get everyone excited for the uh, pay-per-view this coming week. Um, I am curious of how they'll go home uh, on Wednesday, but we'll talk about it next podcast before we start talking about the pay-per-view. Lastly, our main event of Dynamite was Brian Danielson versus Sammy Guevara in a two out of three falls match. Was this a title eliminator tournament as well or no? No. Okay, this was just a two out of three falls. Just the match. Yeah. Um, Brian Danielson was the winner, and I thought this match was pretty good. This was, I thought it was this very was good. what their third time wrestling now in like the in like a month. I think it was second time, but like well, third time if you count the tag matches, I guess. No. Okay. I thought maybe I'm pretty much down to watch these guys wrestle whenever, you know. Well, speaking of Sammy Guevara, you guys want to talk about that Dubai? <laughs> oh boy, no! <laughs> he went to a boxing match in Dubai, and the interviewer and, and no one knew just who asked he was. him about. It was like a live mic. He was like, yeah. "You guys want to see me get in the ring and box?" And it was like dead silence. He was like, "Why don't you ask him again?" He's like, "Then he had to make fun of them." Yeah, and then it was like, "Boo!" It was basically like, "Who the fuck are you?" And why he was you like, talking? "You idiots in Dubai want to see me box?" I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know what the crossover between boxing and wrestling fans are, but I feel like it's not much. And it's probably way less. In and Dubai. you're not you're not WWE. I'm sorry, but WWE has a much bigger reach worldwide yeah. than AEW. So yeah, that was just funny. <laughs> Well, that wraps up Dynamite. Um, let's get into SmackDown. We had a very good opener, uh, which we've seen a million times oh, yeah. before, but it never gets old. The Usos versus the New Day. Um, I, know. I think it was supposed to be for the titles, and if New Day won, you know they break the 
reign of the Usos, yeah. but now Usos have surpassed the New Day's reign because the Usos ended yeah. up winning. But this match was great. Like all the other times when they would put them these two teams on the kickoff show, it would steal the entire. It'd be That's the best match on the how, card. Their chemistry yeah, is okay. ridiculous. Yeah, they can make a great match every single time. I don't understand how it's possible. <laughs> like we've seen it like twenty times, and I still can't get over it. Yeah, two great teams going at it. Yeah. Um. So SmackDown started off or started um what's called the SmackDown World Cup, and they kicked it off this week. I, I believe the winner of this World Cup will get a uh, intercontinental title shot. It's the way they're going about. I mean, that makes sense. So our first match for it was Shinsuke Nakamura, which I spelled wrong in my notes. I put an e at the end. <laughs> uh, versus Santos Escobar of Legado del Fantasma. Your winner was Santos Escobar, so he'll be moving on in the tournament. This is another one I don't think I saw a bracket for. Both shows are doing yeah. some kind of tournament. I think maybe this week they're putting on a bracket, but I don't. Yeah, I didn't see one for this one. Well, this coming Friday, I saw online Ricochet posted. We're gonna have Mustafa Ali versus Ricochet. That could be okay. a fun little match. Um, That's me. Yeah. Then we had a backstage seg- segment with L.A. Knight, who was uh, inter or his interview was interrupted by Bray Wyatt. Uh, images flashing on the screen. Um, and then he attempted to talk a little shit. Yeah. Out or Bray Wyatt comes walking up and uh, they have a little back and forth that ends with Bray Wyatt giving L.A. Knight a headbutt. This is the most physical we've seen Bray Wyatt get uh, since his return. I'm really hoping yeah. for something at Survivor Series. But what do you think about like is that his first feud then? I don't know. I don't know if that's a feud or that was just a Bray Wyatt segment, you know. Because yeah. LA Knight's been winning, so I don't know if they would want to. Yeah, because I figured, like, you want LA Knight to be built up a little bit more. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, it was cool to see. I forget what they talked about, but because um, they've never worked together, I don't I don't think so, at least. But, no. Um. After that, we had a women's six-pack challenge to determine the next challenger for Ronda Rousey's SmackDown Women's Championship. It was Liv Morgan versus Raquel Rodriguez, Xylee, Shotzi, Sony Deville, and Lacey Evans. Our winner, a new number one contender, was Shotzi. So I would assume the match is going to be at Survivor Series. You know, yeah, since so. Bianca is in War Games match, I guess they're not doing title versus title. Like how they like Raw champion versus SmackDown champion, how they do like every year. Um, Then we had a second SmackDown World Cup match, Braun Strowman versus Jinder Mahal. Uh, Jinder Mahal. Jinder. (laughs) Yeah, don't hinder. Jinder. Jinder said no man can beat him. Well, out comes a monster, and it's Braun I like when a guy says no man can beat me when he's been beaten like a million times. No man can beat me. I'm like, okay. He said, and then he modern day Maharaja's back. Well, yeah, the modern day Maharaja got fucking stomped. Um, <laughs> I love the modern by Braun day Maharaja. It's the modern day Maharaja. Get it <laughs> Braun Strowman is in this World Cup tournament. I don't know how he doesn't win it and goes and faces Gunther. But yeah, I guess we'll see. He has to beat. Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know who else is in it, but he's going to have to a beat a bunch of small, flippy guys. <laughs> Um, 
The Viking Raiders returned and they attacked um, Hit Row and God, who was the other team? What's another team out there that would have wrestled Hit Row? <laughs> it might have been, no, it was it was Legato Del Fantasma. It was the other two guys with Santos Escobar, I believe. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, Viking Raiders return, Eric and Ivar, and they brought along with them a returning Sarah Logan. Uh, who used to be in the Riot Squad with Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, and I believe she fits there. I believe she's married to Eric, or which one's Eric? Which one's Ivar? Whichever one's the skinnier <laughs> one, without the long one. beard and the hair, the bald one. Yeah. She's married to the bald one. So Triple H has now brought her back. There's been vignettes every week for the past couple of weeks talking about their return, and they have finally returned. Um, let's get into the closeout of SmackDown this week, which was, of course, the Bloodline. You got to have them on the show doing something at least once a week, even though the Usos did open it with the New Day. Um, they come out. They basically uh, Roman Reigns, you know, hypes up his cousin, saying it's hard to be the cousins of the Tribal Chief, but you know they are now the longest reigning. Um, tag team champions in SmackDown of history, and out come the brawling brutes along with Sheamus, and eventually Drew McIntyre comes out too. This is four against five technically. It hasn't been announced, but does this set up war games? Bloodline against we need one more member. I mean, who else would it be? I thought they'd add Kevin Owens, but Kevin Owens hurt his MCL at a live event, so. He's sprinting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know who else because it, it feels like it's like a Europe versus America thing right now, <laughs> with like the brawling broods and then I just Drew McIntyre and who was it? And Sheamus, yeah, brawling brood, Sheamus, Sheamus yeah. Drew McIntyre, yeah. Who else could you bring in? I don't know. I have no idea. But it seems like it's setting up war games. I mean, they got two weeks. Yeah. Why else and would you have everyone attack at the end? Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Unless they brought over Finn Balor, but Finn Balor is yeah, it's, has it's his own fit right now. Right now <laughs> for the Judgment Day, just throwing Ray Mysterio in there. Hmm. Yeah, that works. <laughs> uh, that wraps up SmackDown. Let's talk a little bit. Or, do you guys want to add anything from what you all watched this week? I know I just kind of go go go. <laughs> I'm good. Um, Tim, anything? I mean, I, I really watched a lot of old wrestling this week, so I don't have anything to really add for anything. Jeremy, did you see anything new, anything on the indies, anything that we should, any uh, viral? Yes, we should. Video? Tyrus, Tyrus is the new NWA champion. Brodus Clay, the Funka, oh. Funkasaurus fucking beat Matt Cardona, Trevor Murdoch, and it might have just been a triple threat. That might have been it. They bring him in because they got rid of Nick Aldis because Nick Aldis was leaving, and then I think he ended up just getting fired. I think he talked a lot of shit yeah. from what I read. <laughs> um, and instead of putting it on someone like Trevor Murdoch, who I believe was the champion before Nick Aldis. Um, yeah, he made sense. Or Macardona. You bring in Brodus Clay? You bring in Tyrus? Funkasaurus? I mean, you can't. I can't even see him as a scary monster guy anymore because of that. 
Here's okay. Damn, they did your boy Mac Cardona bad. <laughs> Let me explain what's going on here. All right, some people might not be aware, especially if you're, you know. Actually, I won't even go there. Um, but Brodus Clay is a analyst on Fox News on a Fox lot of News. the time. Yep, and he has oh, a job. Right. He has a gigantic fan base, and that's the only thing. They did that. They did that shit. But my thing is just like. I forgot about that. I'm like, all right. But his fans, I mean, let me, okay. uh, You better be showing up to Fox News with that belt on his shoulder. Let me, okay, (laughs) but let me explain. He, Dude, but he does, though. He will. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, he's going to be on there with the belt. And uh, the other thing is, like, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers have the major pod, and they did this line of figures, and they still have them. It's major bendies. And um, so they have a bunch of people, and they did one of Tyrus. And he's the number one selling figure that they've ever put out over Ric Flair. So... What, NWA puts out figures? No, no, no. He they let you said? No, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> Sorry. Major, I was looking at something Mac up for the pod. No, Ma- Major Pod has a line of figures, and they put out figures all the time of different people, and he's their number one selling figure out of everybody. Why is, that, why is he their number one? Who's buying Tyrus? His fans. That's what I'm trying to tell you. All those conservative a- people watching them? I've never heard anyone talk about him. I know. They you don't him. see bring Tyrus, hire Tyrus, bring Tyrus in signs in the audience. Yeah. I don't know if his fans he, translate into wrestling fans, but he has fans. Look, guys, I got the guy. There's a figure of the guy from Fox News. Like, <laughs> Dad walks in and is like, you got the Fox News guys in an action figure? Yeah, Dad. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the belt now too. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Well, anything else you guys can think of on the indies? I'm not thinking of. That was like my big thing that I saw. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. No, I I didn't see anything else, but aye, aye, aye. Wow. All right. Well, let's get into I did not know that. To rampage. Uh two little things oh. to talk about. Do we have really to get in the rampage? <laughs> Well, there, actually, you know there what? was a we do we do because nobody else does. So we, somebody has true. to find out what's going <laughs> we on. We only cover like two things up in it. Well, Christian Cage and Luchasaurus opened the show. Um, Jungle Boy ended up coming out, and they had a back and forth. Of course, Christian Ch- Cage uh, gave some shitty comments again about uh, Jungle Boy's father. Forget what he said. Um, they basically said he, you didn't get your good looks from your father or something. Like, I don't know. Even though they something look exactly, well, they, they look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if there's like him and his dad had like the you same the one, face. But the one thing I noticed about Jungle Boy that they started calling him Jack Perry a lot more. Like Jungle they Boy Jack. Saying Jack. Yeah, it's Jungle Boy Jack. Like Perry. they said, put Jungle Boy in quotes now. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the takeaway from this is that. 
it set up a match for Full Gear, which is going to be Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus in a steel cage match. Probably a really good match, too. And uh, Christian Cage asked Jungle Boy to make sure his mom and sister were at ringside again to watch him get beat down. So You can tell who they are. They have the same exact haircut. Yeah, they all look like They all get their looks <laughs> from Luke Perry. <laughs> um... And lastly, on Rampage, it was just funny. Before the main event, where they're doing the talking backstage, uh, so I, someone from the factory talks shit to Dan Housen, and Dan Housen goes, goes, I will rip your teeth from your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to hold him back. They're like, all right. All right. He's, he's, he's all fired up. He's like, hey, he's like, I will rip your teeth from your mouth. <laughs> Which we haven't, you know we haven't seen anything of the teeth stuff in AEW. With him, I was just gonna say that, like, yeah, because Dan Housen's known for that. Like, he has teeth on his like outfit too. But well, that's what he I does. See, he like, yells, I don't know if you follow him on. He yells teeth and then dumps it in their face. Teeth. Yeah, like I don't know if you follow Dan Housen on any socials, but he's been posting a lot of stuff. Like, I thought I left this part behind me, and it's like you know when he used to be like an actual like, to like serious person like in character, right? And like scary. I don't, Tim. Like instead of like, a, instead of like a comedy character, he was like a serious. Like he had like really serious makeup. Like that looked like terrifying. Yeah, the evi- the original was, like, original version of Danhausen was like this dark. Yeah. Character. It was just very evil. It wasn't very nice. It was just very evil. <laughs> yeah, no. It was like he was. He was like Malachi Black evil. <laughs> Did he talk the same though? No, she I don't think. Did so. he swear? I don't, I don't think. So, Did he yeah. swear though? <laughs> And she's like, that, that one swears. Imagine it just came out and started swearing. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Housen. Oh, All right. Well, that wraps up Rampage because didn't find anything worth talking about. Uh, I wanted to end the show, though, besides Tim's um, segment that he usually ends with. I wanted to end it with full gear predictions, starting with... Um, Three matches that are, haven't been announced but could be a possibility. They teased one this week, which was Hook versus Lee Moriarty for the FTW Championship. Who would you see winning this match if it happened? I mean, Hook, right? Hook. Definitely Hook. For me, at least. 100%. Um, after what went down on Dynamite, it hasn't been announced, but it could happen. Wardlow versus Samojo versus Powerhouse Hobbs for the TNT Championship. Where does this go? Joe's already ROH television champion, so... Yeah, I don't think he would win it, but I feel like Hobbs would get it. Or does Samojo win, and they combine the two titles that are for TV into just one AEW television title? You have the ROH TV title, and then you have the TNT. (laughs) Booker Andy. Um, (laughs) But who would would you see winning this triple threat if it happened? (laughs) Um, I'll go with Hobbs. I was going to go with Hobbs too. Hobbs, that's my man. I've been. I always pick Hobbs. When Hobbs is in the match, unless it was against CM Punk, I'm picking Hobbs. <laughs> and then finally, though it hasn't been announced, but it seems like the Elite are going to come back at Full Gear. Could there be like a impromptu match of Death Triangle versus the Elite for the trios tag team belts? That'd be pretty. I mean, it feels like they were teasing it with that, especially that last promo mm-hmm. where they had the gears in it. So, yeah, made it kind of obvious. If that but, happens, I'm going but, elite. Just put yeah, I would say the elite because why would they return? 
and you, Tim, I'm sure you're in the same way. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys on that. The Elite beat that triangle. Okay, so for announced matches, Darby Allen and Sting versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Who, who you guys got? Darby and Sting. Tim? I don't want to see Jeff Jarrett win at all. Actually, this one's hard to say. My gut instinct tells me Darby and Sting, but you never know. This is, again, this is some classic WCW shit right here. I wouldn't be surprised if the end, the match ends with Jeff Jarrett and everybody hitting everybody with guitars and chairs and a million people run out and the whole thing's a huge mess. So if that happens, I'm calling it right here, right now. And then David Arquette comes out and pins Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, and um, Vince, Russo, Vince Russo is actually writing the show behind the scenes. Like he's been doing for years. According um, to him, according yes. To him. <laughs> I'm going to go Jade Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, after that, Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus steel cage match. I say, one, I, I say Luchasaurus and Christian Cage is actually healed and his arm is fine and he gets involved somehow. That's a good idea. Booker I, I'm going with Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Booker and. Go I think we go need a Booker Andy shirt. Just I think... Booker yeah, we do now. Uh, but yeah, Jungle Boy, because he gets through and then he'll face Christian at the next one. Okay. How about you, Tim? Um, hmm. Gosh, this is another one where I'm like, I don't know. Um, I'm going to go Jungle Boy because he, need, he, needs, he needs a win. I feel like he's been getting screwed well, what was it? He needs... The last pay-per-view, he got fucking choke slammed onto the metal grate. Yeah, he needs like a, he have needs a like a good he needs like a good moment, you know. Yeah. All right, Soraya versus Britt Baker. Soraya doesn't win. I don't. Yeah, Soraya needs to win. If Soraya doesn't win, that means that Britt Baker will literally never lose the belt ever. <laughs> She's like, not she even never, the champ. She, or, but no, but just like she never loses, like ever. Like anytime I someone know. makes yeah. a big debut, At she least always wins. matches. Yeah. Uh, World Eliminator Tournament Final. Don't even know who's going to be in it. Don't even know who's in the tournament. But just take a guess. Ethan Page. <laughs> Ethan Page. Um, I don't know. Ban- Bandito. Oh, yeah, Bandito beat Roosh, didn't he? Yeah. So Bandito's um, in it too. I'm going. Uh... Wild card, Diamond Dallas. He's just going to show up randomly. Start nice. doing Diamond DDP? Cutters. Yeah, he's just going to do Diamond Cutters to everybody. <laughs> uh, Tim's just booking a WCW show right now. I mean, that's what uh, it is, Jade so Car- you might as well lean into it. <laughs> Wild stuff. Jericho's singing on The Masked Singer in a dragon oh, costume God. and a wedding gown. The worst, worst mass singer ever, I think. I heard. I was like, oh, that's him. Even when yeah, he, like, come on, he definitely did it on purpose. He was like, come on. I was like, I was like how <laughs> can anybody that's like not know it's this guy? Well, there's like and a video every- that each singer does beforehand where they're in costume. And it's like, it's like an edited video. But he gives you hints as to like who he is and what he does, like kind of thing. He's like, I'm involved in the most destructive storylines and like things like that. He's like, 
You don't need any more hints other than his voice. Well, his voice is modified. Oh, well, his talking voice, but yeah. His singing yeah. voice. I mean, he's like singing, you're like, okay. One of the judges was like, it's a guy? Oh, I guess because yeah. of the costume. The, but the one, the one judge was like, it's a rock singer. And I'm like, oh we got God, ourselves guys. a rock singer. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, <laughs> um, Jade Car- next match, Jade Cargo versus Nyla Rose TBS Championship. If Nyla Rose wins this, that no, no, yeah. her holding the title before did nothing for me. Yeah, it was like a weird storyline to start with, but. Yeah, it's Jade Cargo until she faces someone who's actually going to have a good storyline with her. Yeah, and she's been, like, hoarding the championship. She, like, stole it. She's yeah. been holding on to it. Uh, I'm going Jade Cargo. Tim, yeah. Jeremy. Jade Cargo. Uh, definitely Jane Cargo. Jane Cargo. <laughs> Jane Cargo. Cargo. Uh, well, speaking of Jericho... <laughs> Speaking of Jericho, we have a fatal four-way for the ROH World Title. Chris Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli versus Sammy Guevara versus Brian Danielson. ROH World Title. Uh, I still think it's going to be Jericho. I'm going Danielson. Ooh. Put a belt on the man. All right, Booker Andy. Booker Andy. Booker Andy shirt. And the back's going to say, give me the pen, brother. <laughs> you got Yeah. I guess Danielson. Jericho, Danielson, Sammy, or Claudio. Yeah, Danielson. I'm going Danielson. The acclaimed versus Swerve in our glory for AW Tag Team Championships. I say the acclaimed because Swerve at least afterwards turns on Keith Lee. Yeah, not because they claim because it's going to set up the claim versus FTR. Yes, which they've been teasing. So, yeah. if you pay attention to what's on TV, you'll see that's where they're going. <laughs> Tim, uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. The whole thing is going <laughs> to, the whole Swerve Keith Lee thing is definitely coming to an end. They've already planted those seeds. They're breaking up any day now. So we'll see what happens. I think this will be. I think whatever is going to happen at the pay per view is going to be the end of their team. Yeah, I think because the way they've been doing it, Swerve has been doing some uh, shysty shit. I would say. I don't know and if you can Keith say Lee... that. Don't say another word. They have to bleep. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> think. I don't think you're allowed to say that. Really? Jeremy, edit that out. You can. You can say that. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. You can say that. Let me try it again. Let me try it again. I didn't know that was a, vo- a no-no word. I'm gonna keep this in now. Oh my god! <laughs> Swerve's been winning <laughs> by cheating lately. There you go. And Keith Lee is not about it. Don't, anyway, don't worry, Andy. I don't think you'll get canceled. It's okay. You didn't know. <laughs> Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter for the interim women's title. Um, if Britt Baker wins and Jamie Hayter wins, I see Britt Baker. Britt Baker is not going to win. Well, if Jamie Hayter wins, I see Britt Baker getting jealous of Jamie Hayter. Yeah. 
I want Jamie Hayter to actually win, though, because I feel like she needs something, and she's also deserved it. So, Guys, isn't it crazy if you're watching wrong right now? Shelton Benjamin's 47. Yeah, he does not look like it. Or wrestle like it. Yeah. He's as old as Rey Mysterio. They, That's how old Rey Mysterio is. You know what they say. If you stay in shape, you're going to look great when you're oh. older. God. So, that's good for him. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I was going to say, you're making more work for me right now. <laughs> you know what they say? If you stay shape in shape, you're going to look great later. <laughs> he's about. He's going to lose to Dominic Mysterio. All right, Sam, Tony Storm or Jamie Hayter? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going um, Tony Storm. <laughs> Tim over here being shysty. Um, hey, no, whoa, whoa. whoa. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. Our main event is John Moxley versus MJF. If MJF doesn't win, yeah, MJF has to win. are going to riot. John Moxley can go take his six-week vacation he wanted to before. The- In a way, I feel bad for Moxley because how many times has he come back to what, like steady AEW? Dude, I mean, he's, he's like, a right, soldier. You know, he's 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 and then he stepped drops up. To the next person. Yeah, he stepped up just to drop it down to the next person, but yeah, but yeah, MJF. MJF. If MJF doesn't win, I'm gonna. Explode. Gonna combust. <laughs> and that wraps up the show, guys. <laughs> on that note, him take us out. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, if you really want to explode, what you want to do is watch the 1992 <laughs> Royal Rumble. <laughs> that will make you feel very happy. No, um, it's a great show. The reason why I picked this one is because. Well, I won't tell you who wins, but the 1992 Royal Rumble is special because almost literally any legendary wrestler that you can think of from, God, from Hulk Hogan to Shawn Michaels to everybody, like literally everybody is in this match. Ric Flair's in it. So it's it's a cool match to watch. Bret Hart's in it. So it's definitely a... It's worth the watch just to see all these cool characters coming together in one big show. So, I hope you all enjoy that. It's uh, it's fun. It's colorful. It's very retro wrestling, and uh, I think that's going to close us out for episode sixty. Yeah, this is a little bit of a shorter one, but we appreciate you all joining us so much. Thank you all for being great fans, great wrestling fans. Bye bye everybody, and we'll talk to you all next week. <laughs> <laughs>